Nixon Katemba joins me in studio now, and he's um, from Channel Africa, and he is, uh, ele- at least as far as electoral politics is concerned, uh, in East Africa, specialist in that field. Um, Nixon, be- before we, we, we came on here, we had a discussion about just the dynamic of Kenyan politics um, being steeped in... Um, you know, along ethnic lines, being steeped along coalition lines. Describe to us what the status quo is before we speak about what this partnership between uh, Martha uh, Kaura and um, Odinga means for Kenyan politics and specifically for opposition politics. What is the status quo at the moment? Well, uh, uh, Oliver, thanks for welcoming me once again on this platform and uh, good good morning to SFM listeners. I I think uh, Kenyan politics is a very interesting one because it's a long way from the independence uh, uh, period uh, where... uh, uh, Tanu, I mean Kanu and Kadu came together. Uh, this one was led by the uh, current f- uh, opposition leader's father, um, uh, uh, Oginga Odinga, yeah. and the other one was led by um, uh, Kenyan uh, current president's father, uh, Jomo Kenyatta. Okay. Uh, and this, uh, when they were fighting all together, uh, going to the negotiation with the Britain, uh, you had um, Odinga, uh, the senior, the father, who who has actually uh, said that no, we are not going to get our independence before uh, Jomo Kenyatta get released. At that time, Jomo mm. Kenyatta has been imprisoned by the British on a basis that he was lead, he was behind uh, 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 the Mau Mau leadership, the Mau Mau rebellion that was happening in central Kenya mm, against mm. the colonial British government. So you have that political history that comes mm. from. Uh, however, going forward, as a, a political progresses in Kenya, you look at the 70s and the 80s when uh, um, uh, um, uh, Jomo Kenyatta died uh, during the late 70s. Uh, Daniel Moy, who was his deputy, inherited power. And in 1982, just before the death of, of, of Oginga Odinga, um, there was a coup, a coup d'etat around 1982, uh, of which it is said that uh, Raila Odinga was a part of the coup. Oh, and, wow. Yes. <laughs> and and he got imprisoned for that for almost 80 years. Um, so the... the, the, the a fallout between uh, uh, Jomo Kenyatta and and uh, Oginga Odinga, the Raila Odinga's father, mm. then going progressing towards uh, uh, the, the, the the success of Jomo Kenyatta in, in the name of Moi Moi coming in and and uh, going toward democratization in 1992 uh, when. Uh, uh, political liberalization happened in Kenya, you have a new coalition that happen, emerges around again within that. I'm going further because we don't have the luxury of time yeah. to discuss all the dynamics around these politics, but I just want to get uh, uh, to give a sense of, of to our listeners wh- what has been the evolution. So uh, early in 1992, uh, Again, a new coalition emerges, uh, which was led by the former president, um, um, Mwai Kibaki, the, the likes of Kenneth Matiba, who has since passed on, the likes of uh, uh, the late uh, Professor George Saitoti, uh, ganging up against Kanu, which was led by uh, uh, former president Daniel Arap Moy. That election passed, 
uh, until 1997 when Moi uh, anointed Uhuru Kenyatta as his successor. Ah. But after anointing uh, uh, Uhuru Kenyatta as his successor, again a new coalition emerges, which was called then the 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 the, the NAC coalition, uh, which emerges. Uhuru o, 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 Odinga had by that time joined the Khan and became his secretary, uh, wrecked Khan within, and then again and went uh, joined the opposition uh, in, in in 2002 and get elected along. Uh, Mikey Baki on a ticket of the opposition. Mm. So Mikey Baki become another president. Going forward from 2002 to 2007, Mikey Baki was seeking a second election. Again, a new coalition emerges <laughs> in Kenya, this time called the ODM, Orange Democratic Movement. Uh, remember, the first 2002 was called the Orange Move, uh, Movement as well, coming in yeah. <laughs> into uh, this uh, uh, coalition again. Now you have those coalition images. I'm just showing how the history of coalition has mm. happened along the electoral politics in Kenya. So in 2007, again, this coalition image on the democratic movement, this time led by Raila Odinga, uh, and it called the Pentagon Five, in other words, people uh, who were five critical figure uh, in, in that particular coalition ganging up against the PNU of uh, former President Mikey Baki, who, who had formed a new political party while in office. And in, wow. this, in this case, the likes of Masa, Martha Karua, who was the constitutional and uh, affairs and uh, and uh, uh, minister uh, uh, under under Kibaki, yeah. uh, being on Kibaki's side, you have uh, uh, Uhuru Kenyatta, who conceded the election in 2002 after being anointed by Moi, conceding also uh, uh, coming to the the coalition under Mwaiki back and becoming his finance minister, then the problem of the election come in 2007. That's where the basis of electoral violence happened when mm. Odinga was trying to say, no, but you stole our election. Kibaki was sworn in at night around 7.30 p.m., which president mm. be, without a invitation from any dictatorship whatsoever. And this is but out of that, a new trend of politics emerges in 2010, trying to seek reconciliation in 2010, where uh, Kenya find a new constitution. And under this new constitution, now it established uh, why, what we see uh, a presidential system now in Kenya with, with the parliament uh, making a clear separation of power. You have Ruto and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Kenyatta, who were the former four, uh, because Ruto was uh, part of the ODM movement mm, mm. with, with uh, Raila Odinga, and Kenyatta was on the side of of uh, PNU uh, under Mwaiki Baki during the post-election violence. Uh, you have these two men get indicted, uh, Raila Odinga get chosen to become the prime minister after negotiation that was led by uh, former president of Tanzania, my uh, uh, Benjamin Mkapa, alongside the. Uh, the assistance of uh, 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 Jakaya Kikwete, the president of Tanzania, mm. then the UN Secretary General at that time, uh, uh, Kofi Annan. Uh, 
so you see that trajectory emerging again in 2010. Those elections are disputed because Kenyatta has been acquitted, the Ruto have been acquitted, the ICC, and so on. You have a coalition of indictee by the ICC winning power in Kenya. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is Ruto and Kenyatta. And they say, no, we are bringing up a new politics of development. Uh, on the other side, the elections went to the court. Uh, Odinga, finally, they, they, the court didn't agree with him. Kenyatta passed his first uh, uh, term in office until 2017, of which, again, there was disputes uh, between Kenyatta and uh, and. Uh, and Odinga, and this time after they disputed the election of 2017, which was actually actually for the first time and on the African continent, by the way, thrown out, by out as a, to be uh, null and void, and therefore rerun the election after the court order. Mm. This is when again new politics emerges. It's interesting. Some of those arguments, uh, Temega and Ngai Tobi, <laughs> went and applied in the Zimbabwe instance, right? When Nelson Chamiso uh, contested election, yeah. at least the validity of that elections yeah. over there. So clearly, Odinga is, is 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 good at forming coalitions. That's that's his brand of politics. Um, how successful is he likely to be this time around? Um, given that you know he's not running against Kenyatta. Now, the, the interesting tweet is that this time Kenyatta, after the discussion and the post-election uh, uh, agreement between Kenyatta and Odinga, this time the electoral map kind of changed because remember the uh, ethnic politics uh, uh, came to the, to the fore so much in 2007 and leading up to 2013. And even that, he formed electoral blocks in Kenya. Mm. Kenya, they have this saying of saying Mutuwetu, meaning our person. If you are from our ethnic... Mm. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> our person, me, yeah. me, meaning... If you are from an ethnic group and therefore someone is have formed a political from a political party from our ethnic region, therefore you align. So you would see that the current coalition is between uh, Raila Odinga's party, which is mostly based Yaluo uh, uh, and and uh, people in Western Kenya, uh, but it has a national footprint. That one. Mm, uh, mm. Raila Odinga is known as an enigma of politics of Kenya. And you see Kenyatta's uh, backyard, the central Kenya, also have a, a, a very a central block, what they call the, the Gema block. Uh, this is the Agikuyu, uh, Embu, and Meru. Uh, uh, joining, coming up together. So you have those dynamics and the, the careful choice of these two leaders between Ruto and uh, Odinga is based on that particular central block rich vote. Martha mm. Karua come from central Kenya among the Gema community, the Agikuyu in, in a broader sense. Mm. Uh, Gachagua, Ragathi also come from central Kenya. You have Odinga come from the Luo, which are the third largest uh, community, I mean, the second largest community in Kenya. You have a Ruto coming from the uh, broader Kalenjin community, which are the, sec uh, the third largest. Mm. So you have those ethnic line again 
drawing up in Kenya going towards these elections. Then how likely is this election to be once again a violent one uh, steeped in specifically ethnic violence? Ethnic violence in a sense that it will depends on how those political figures articulate their issues during mm. the campaign. Second, whether each of them is willing to concede and allow uh, the, the winner of the election proceed with forming the government. And that is always the issue because you would recall that in 2017, after Raila refused to accept the, 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 the outcome of the election, again, post-election violence happened in Kenya in 2017, which a number of people died. Mm. This time, again, it seems the same electoral uh, map based, based on ethnic line, based on regional line, are coming up. Already they are coalition, what they call as Mio, meaning um, a, a sort of a, a, a blueprint of politics that uh, Odinga is coming with. And you have other uh, uh, regional based po po political parties such as your, your the one led by Waipa Democratic Movement, led by the former president Kalonzo Musioka, mm. and uh, the uh, uh, Chap Mandeleo Chap Chap, led by the, the governor of Kitui, um, uh, called Alfred Mutua, coming on the side of Odinga and that has Mio coalition. But already, Kalonzo Mushoka is out of Azimio coalition led by Odinga. And that tells you that it alienates the people of eastern and southeastern of Kenya uh, coming to the fore. And the electoral map there can, can be unpredictable on how the, the elections are going to go. So yeah. you have, on the other hand... But as I under, sorry, as I understand it, uh, Nixon, that... It is a direct election uh, in, in, in Kenya. It's not like a parliamentary system in South Africa where you vote for a member of parliament and then they constitute parliament, then they vote for a president. The people there di vote directly for president, right? Fair enough. But remember, that direct vote is influenced by the kind of politics that I have just been, mm. where you have a politician have a regional based political parties all based on ethnic line. Mm, mm. And out of that, they kind of a form a political force uh, that has uh, a national footprint that is the national footprint and is used as a form of negotiation uh, negotiation going in towards uh, coalition politics with other political parties yeah and that always have a serious problem on how the national uh, uh, the aspiration of the Kenyan people uh, are met in terms of service delivery, you would hear mm. that we in the Western, we haven't got anything. Some will cry in the Eastern part of the country. They see, feel that most of the development projects are going either to the Rift Valley where the Kalinjin are, and some of, uh, will say now, most of the projects are going to Central Kenya where the Kikuyu are. But the other dynamics also that I need to mention before uh, we run out of time, is the dynamics of uh, of, of of oligarch politics? Oh yes, which is emerging in Kenya. In other words, you have the the uh, the Raila Odinga family dominating the politics of Kenya. You have the Kenyatta, Kenyatta family, family with yeah. its oligarchical machinery dominating Kenya. And then you have Ruto, also coming from the Kalenjin from another. Oh, he also comes from a. 
legacy family. Yes, no, no, he doesn't come from a legacy family, but he come from an ethnic legacy family where Moi, ah. who was a Kalenjin at the time, ruled over Kenya for 24, 24 years under dictatorship. So these dynamics always have to play a central role on how Kenyans vote their leaders in. And it is interesting to see whether the choice of Martha Karua, which in my view uh, was based on that particular dynamics of, uh, of attracting. But Martha Karua, to be quite frank on her, she has a credible legacy fighting for constitutionalism in Kenya. That is something that you cannot right. take away from her. She has been a serious um, uh, advocate of so human... So does she have a strong constituency that will make this Odinga coalition successful? Certainly, she has been, she's very vocal. She has been very popular among uh, Kenyan, along her, her the, the former uh, uh, minister of, of, of tourism. He, she's called, uh, um, uh, she's now uh, the governor of Kitui. I forget her name, uh, Charity Ngilu. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, That's yes, her yes. name. Those are the two women leaders who have been prominent in the Kenyan politics. They, of course, uh, they, they, there was a talk that maybe Ruto would pick uh, Anne Waiguru, uh, who was uh, a close ally of Kenyatta, but that didn't come. Now she's, yeah. uh, she's the governor of Nyandaru and central Kenya at the moment. So these are dynamics that you always have to understand yeah. about Kenyan politics. Regional best, ethnic best, and also... Uh, oligarchic oligarchical, uh, <laughs> yeah. in elitist based and these right. are elites that who decide how the politics are going to be. I forget uh, the other ethnic group that is within the Kenyan politics the, 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 the what they, they, they call the, the there is a this jargon they call the Mlempe Nation uh, uh, with the former vice president and the finance minister Musalia Mudavadi okay. uh, uh, the, the, the lawyer the Luya yeah. community that also have a, a a a way in which it's going to influence the politics because how all these guys get together and how they agree how how they set their policy agenda is going to dictate the election in Kenya and mind you it's going to be very interesting how uh, who win this election uh, based on those dynamics that yeah. I've just highlighted. Absolutely. Nixon Katembo, the African Affairs Analyst and Language Specialist at Channel Africa's Kiswahili Test. Thank you so much for your time and really do appreciate that very detailed breakdown, at least historically in the current context uh, uh, of Kenyan politics and how it plays out in this election. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much uh, for indulging me in your company over the last three hours. It's been an honor being with you. I am back tomorrow on This Week Today, which is the actual show I host here at SAFM. If you've never listened to it, please do tune in at 6 p.m. tomorrow, which is a Friday, and we take a look at the biggest issues of the week. Thank you so much for your time.